Welcome to Wrestling is Hard, where every side is the dark side of the ring. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. Email us questions and complaints at wrestlingishard at gmail.com. I'm Jim. I sound like I was on two times speed. I'm so fucking amped up for this episode. Brandon, how are you? I'm doing well, Jim. Uh, settling into my unemployment here, where I uh, wouldn't say I'm, I'm relaxed yet, but uh, I, if I do one thing a day, I feel pretty good about that. Convince myself I'm busy by achieving uh, one thing at a time and uh, going to Colorado tomorrow for a wedding. So looking forward to that for the weekend. So We're pretty good. Colorado. Amped up. Excited to hear about what you guys watch. Where at in Colorado? Boulder. So one of my friends is getting married. Usually I'm kind of tired of traveling for weddings. It feels like half of my vacations the last five years have been because somebody's getting married, some destination thing, but actually looking forward to this one. So, Chris, you ever been to Boulder? Uh, no, um, Colorado Springs, not Boulder. Which one's a racist one? Who cares? <laughs> Dude, what Fuck. I think it's gives a shit. one of those towns is really racist. Good for them. Fuck them. <laughs> How was your week? <laughs> weeks. Huh. We've been All off right. for a couple weeks. Yeah, Sorry, we're off. weeks. Uh, I don't think we did much anything. I'm trying to get caffeinated now. I'm trying to juice myself up for the, juiced. For the schmod. But, uh. Yeah, no, I got nothing going on. Just been kind of uh, just so fucking hot that I can't oh, even go on my so pool. Bad. It's like a bathtub. It's not even fresh. I got a massive pool. I can't even, I haven't even been able to use it. It's just like gross and warm. Clean it up. I'm coming over tomorrow. I'm all fired up. I'm back. I'm sure. I went clean. on vacation. It wasn't vacation. It was sinus infection. Ear infection. It sucked. Worst vacation of my fucking life. Not only that, my brother-in-law got COVID. So you're just waiting. Not only that, we had a bed bug scare as well. It was not bed Ooh. bugs. Some kind of other bug. We've talked to ex- experts. I looked at it and I immediately said that's not a bed bug. But didn't stop me from freaking out and washing all my clothing, including my wife, uh, wife's all in hot water, so all of her clothes have shrunk. I've got suitcases in my backyard sitting in the sunlight in the 90-degree heat to cook any kind of creatures that might be in there. I'm not taking a chance. Ain't enough, buddy. It's yep. got to be like 150. Yeah. Bed bugs. Uh, there you go. Bed bugs, infection. But I'm celebrating tonight because tonight is I'm officially done antibiotics. Still can't hear shit. My ear is closed, but I'm having a couple of drinks. So we'll see how we how we get. I might be as drunk as Ric Flair was in his uh, final match by the time we get to the end of this, which we will talk about. But uh, it was kind of a fucking nightmare. I never want to go on vacation again. There you go. Thoughts, Brandon. What were you guys at, like a fucking Motel 6 or something? Bed bugs. Airbnb? We were in Ocean City, New Jersey, which uh, is not cheap. No. My my father-in-law pays for, um, he pays for it every year, get all the kids and everybody together. Um, My wife and I had a, we picked a smaller room with the twin beds. We ended up having to pull them together because the room's so fucking small. It was blocking the air conditioning vent. Uh we um and like by the second night I was we got down there Saturday Sunday I just wasn't feeling great Sunday night I was in bed from Sunday night until Monday night finally came out of bed felt like shit um 
I think my wife told me like t- Tuesday night I was like woke up in the middle of the night coughing and I just said to her I was like it's moved to my ear I gotta go to I gotta go to urgent care I went to urgent care got a bunch of drugs I just hoped for the best me mind you I could have gone home at any point except I was getting my floors redone so there would be, there would be no peace and quiet at home so it was kind of like this eh, waiting game maybe I'll get better. I'm not usually, like, even when I had COVID, I wasn't sick for more than five, like, sick for four days, maybe? I don't usually, I'm not usually sick for more than three or four days. Dude, I was sick for seven fucking days. Not until I left. I knew as soon as I got to that Philadelphia smog, I'd be like, oh, I feel great. Welcome back, cancer. Oh, welcome back. Poison gas. Poison gas. Poison ass. There you go. I hope everybody else enjoyed working. Because I didn't why'd enjoy you, vacation. Go ahead, Chris. Why did Why did you take the small room with the twin beds? Because uh, it had a porch. Oh, okay. And uh, and my brother in law and my sister in law would be closer to the kids because they have a baby, and when the baby wakes up, he's screaming. And they got to get up. And I was just like, yeah, what? We'll take just curious. We drink more. I snore. I get more. it. You know what yeah, I mean? I, yeah, I get it. That was yeah. just you know. Because just the thought of having to go on vacation with a family because somebody else paid for it is like somebody sticking a knife in my ear. I mean, we have fun. Be, I would be, I would be so pissed. Listen, my my father-in-law is fun. He is. He's a good time. He's got a temper, but he's a good time. No, I, I've met him. I mean, I, you yeah. know, I'm not saying he's not. I'm just. He's a good know. time. It's not I like he's. It's not like I'm going. I'm like, oh, it's. I don't like these people. I have to avoid this person. I have to. The the. The middle kid is a little screamy. He likes a high-pitched scream. So now the little brother is also high-pitched screams. Don't water in her head. <laughs> I can't do that. Why? I just go, I just go what down you the shore. I just go, what are you doing? What are you doing? Come on, what are you doing? It was fun. Whatever. Yeah, that's a, I, I have a nephew, and when he acts like a pain in the ass, I just go. Uh, and he's way too old to be acting like a pain in the ass. Right. But when, he, when he's a pain in the ass, annoying from Doing early teenage. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just go, you know, you're not like it. You're not acting like somebody I want to hang out with. And I get up and I leave the room and he gets real bummed. He'll come at my, my uh, nephew will come after me and start punching me on un- unannounced. And I go, yo, knock it off. And he goes, you're a bully. And I was like, I think you have the, <laughs> you have the definition confused, sir, because you're the one doing the bully right now. Chris is pouring water on a, on a grown man's head on the couch. On this couch. <laughs> oh, like, like something that one. Let me explain <laughs> the ice water challenge. He's doing. We have, we have. Hold on, I, I just not. So this is where I do all my miniature painting, and I just knocked that on the floor, and Ooh. I just saw myself step, stepping on it. Sweet. Um, I might get pulled off YouTube for that. So, oh, yeah. check us out we, on YouTube, by the way. Yeah, right. YouTube. YouTube's gonna yank you. I just showed an exacto knife. <laughs> Um, now I'm trying to pick the top of it off up with my foot. Let's see if I can get it. And uh, there you go. There you go. He picked it up. There you go. Claw foot. Prehensile feet. There you go. Um, what was I talking about? I don't know. Your nephew oh, dumping water on his head. Dumping water on people's heads. Ice water challenge. Ice bucket Ice, challenge. Remember that? Yeah, yep. that was going to make people not have uh, Parkinson's disease or whatever it was. <laughs> Lou Gehrig's. 
fucking hate right, everybody. Oh, what I was saying was ahead, is that what was it? Total Annihilation. It went from uh, what was last year? Last year was something. Brandy probably was, remembers. What was it? And then it, what was what was last year? What was I calling last year? I forget already. I thought last year was Total Annihilation. This no, this year, is, year was Total Annihilation. Last, last year, year was, was year. Oh God, I don't know. No year mercy. of no mercy. Year of no year mercy. Of no mercy. Right. That's right. Last year. This year's total annihilation that I've added to the uh, to the description of 2022. I ain't fucking buying it. Okay. So whatever you're trying to sell, whatever you're trying to get over, whatever you're trying to, I, I ain't fucking buying it. Beat it. Okay. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. All I'm, right. I'm so so over it. I'm so over everybody. I'm fucking just over my television. I hate everything except for doing podcasts. Yes. Good job. We love you, listeners. Doug Mastriano is going to ruin you. Guys, <laughs> I can't. hate all this shit. I hate it. It's Doug Mastriano, who's running for what? PA governor? Senator. I actually have to tell. No, he's governor, isn't he? No, he's running for. Yeah. Oh, he's governor. He's governor. Doctor Oz, Oz is running for senator. And yeah. Shrek. Um, I uh, I have to tell myself. I have to look at my wife every once in a while and go, "We don't live there anymore." Yeah, you know. They, like you there should care. be a button I could hit on my TV that mutes those commercials. Just like they're like, I have the speaker, you know, the remote, like, you know, show me the food network, that remote <laughs> control thing. I have that. I should be able to hit that button and blow into it. And I, if I blow into the button and they can't detect nicotine on my breath, I should not have to look at that, like, <laughs> bird woman with cancer that tells me not to smoke. Don't she smoke. looks like a bird. Oh. Yeah, I, don't, I shouldn't have to see that. It doesn't affect me. I've got bug eye syndrome. <laughs> That lady, that lady, and I'm always tempted to go onto the website to see what her eyes really look like. Because it tells you. They they tell you. If you want to see what her eyes look like. They tell you. Go on the website. (laughs) Bug eye lady. Another bitch. It's like, they're back to bitching. I saw one of the uh, odds. You want to get a closer look at this freak? (laughs) Bug eye lady? I forget what the drug is or else it would make it easier. I got to get back. What was it? Uh, The... um, one of the governor or one of the PA election ads had uh, one of them was in league with big pharma. So I guess I guess since all COVID is kind of like, you know, becoming old news mm-hmm. and vaccine like pushing vaccines, becoming like asking people to get vaccinated is pushing is old news. Now, big pharma is evil. <laughs> evil, evil again. again. They're evil again. I love it. It's, fucking it's all. Amazing. Well, they, I mean, that's one of the anti-vaxxer things. This is all bullshit. Just big pharma trying to screw us all over. I've had enough of this. Let's talk about wrestling. WWE news. Oh, my God. WWE news. We've been away, and uh, the corporate decisions were at play. Vince McMahon, quote-unquote, retired from WWE. Uh, Let's insinuate that he was pushed out because of the insinuations and the investigations. Uh, Triple H, good old... Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Paul Levesque, is now in charge of creative of WWE. And, of course, the Internet has got their their Internet eyes out, and they're watching, and they're looking to see how much different WWE is than it was before. And um, Brandon Thoughts, check it out. Did it, did it bait you? Did you check it out? HHH in charge? I did not check it out. WWE is so far gone in my head that they're going to have to earn their way back. I'm going to I'm going to have to see enough online that I'm like, okay, maybe by I don't know, fall pay-per-view, 
I'll tune in for something if things are going right. I'm not I'm not uh, tuning into SmackDown this week. <laughs> Thank you very much. You said exactly my point. I'm so burned on WWE, it's going to take a really, really, really long time for me to decide to sit there and watch three hours of crap. Chris, thoughts? No, I remember I told you guys that I would watch it, but that was not that. I, I said I would give it a chance. That meant I would have it on my television because my wife likes it. So right, you, know, you watch it anyway. It's on it. in your house. So your wife, we'll. We, I mean, it. for me to put it on for ten, we usually only watch it for ten, fifteen you know, whatever minutes at a time. So uh, I put on Raw this week. I knew there wasn't going to be an immediate change. I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't expect there to be something really viable, like that you would really, really notice for like another six months to a year. Um, there, uh, We did not get a promo parade on Raw. That was the first thing I did notice. The promo parade looks like maybe, I mean, yeah, obviously you'd have to give it a couple of weeks. But the promo parade looks like it might have been eliminated, which is a good thing. Um, but like I said, that could have just been one week. I mean, I remember one time they interviewed Roman Reigns as soon as he got out of the ring. And it looked like an actual sportscast. And then the next week they went right back to the way they always fucking did it. So that that could change. Um, but uh, what I saw happen was a little bit out of the ordinary for WWE. And I'll tell you real quick what happened. You have a Becky Lynch promo, uh, which led into her bringing Bianca Belair. If you if you watch SummerSlam, are we going to get into that? Yeah, we'll talk about that real quick. So um, okay, why don't you do that and then I'll tell you what yeah, I saw. Yeah, so more. SummerSlam, we get a uh, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair. Uh, was there a, a, a definitive finish in this match? I didn't watch it. There was. Who won? God, tell me. Tell me the finish. Uh, oh, and, the, and I don't know what the. I don't know what the finish was. I know Bianca won. I don't Bianca know. What, won. I didn't see what, oh, well, yeah, Bianca won. There Bianca was, won. There was okay. a definitive finish. So Bianca won, and then uh, Bailey comes out, and then she calls out um, uh, Dakota Kai, who was released, who was now back, and she calls out uh, Io Shirai, who is now known as Io Sky, and now they're a faction. So we have a confrontation in the ring in SummerSlam. Good. So, uh, yeah, the confrontation ended with uh, Becky Lynch basically doing a face turn. And then we find, find out last night that she did the face turn because she it was it was actually a decent little promo. She did. She uh, she was talking about how she let all this glitz and glamour define her. And what defines her is her work in the ring and the matches and, you know, all this other stuff. So, like, she calls out Bianca Belair. They have a little handshake in the ring, and then that's it. And then Bianca Belair, I believe, cut a little bit of a promo. And when in in, in mid-promo, they had to cut to the back because the uh, Bailey faction was beating up Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch separated her shoulder in that match early, right. from what I understand. Right. And so she was in the, the shoulder harness, and uh, they were beating her. They had the arm in a chair, and they were stomping on the chair. But what I was saying was is that it had – it was because we had – they had introduced uh, a heel faction and Bailey came back that you had prime uh, a prime opportunity to do a fucking promo parade. And they didn't do it. So, you know, maybe that's something uh, I can't. EO Sky feels like they just flipped the goddamn coin, <laughs> but whatever. It's what they do. Um, like I said, but I, I uh, I'm, I'm going down the route that you guys are going where it's pretty much I'll go week to week on highlights on Instagram. Hmm. And if something looks like it's getting pretty good, then maybe I'll pay attention. Um, there, I did see a highlight this week that really caught my eye where uh, I guess it was Rollins did a frog splash 
landed on whoever he did the frog, spra- frog splash to, flipped into a guy that we forget even fucking exists, and he's one of the best pro wrestlers in the fucking world, is uh, AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. He bounced, Rollins bounced off this guy, whoever the guy was, flipped into AJ Styles, who caught him and put him in a Styles clash and pinned him. Yeah, I saw that. So it was pretty cool. It, it, but once again, it just was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I can't – you've sucked up the show. You've made it such suck that I can't watch AJ Styles on a regular basis right. because you have him on this crap television program. And he's been – I mean, admittedly, right? I mean, Roman's up there too, but he's been the best piece of talent that they've had consistently since he signed with them. Yeah. And there was like this, well, uh, the Royal Rumble was in Florida, and he's only going to be over in Florida. Nah, didn't work that way, right? I mean, he's been fucking phenomenal. He's worked with the best guys that they have, and he's fucking awesome. And, you know, it's a shame because I don't get to see him that often because he's on a crap television show. Hopefully he gets better. Right. Um, before I flip to Brandon. Um, one of the things that, you know, I, of course we're all hopeful with Triple H being in, in charge. I don't, I don't know what he's capable of. Uh NXT was good. It was one of the best, most interesting programs for years. But just like everything in professional wrestling, it peters after, I don't know, three, four years, and then it became repetitive, boring, and we've moved on to something else. I don't know if WWE is going to catch fire here, but um, one thing that I am hopeful, and I watched a little bit last night, was that there was a lot more match and less bullshit. And I know WWE is not reliant on matches for their storytelling, but, you know, WWE has some of the, they have the, you can argue and be like, oh, yeah, well, AEW has some talent. WWE has the best fucking wrestling talent on the planet. Yeah. They did like their women's division, their men's division, top to bottom, big guys, small guys. Nobody can compete with these guys. They have a tag division that's worth watching. Yeah. It, it's like there's always stories in the tag division. It's not just like, here's a tag match in the middle of the show. Womp, right. Womp. And it's also pro- the problem that we have, and the problem I think most watchers or former watchers of WWE have, is the presentation. It stinks. But the, the talent is like, you got a guy like fucking Mustafa Ali who's on the show, who's amazing, and he's just like some dude in the mid card. AJ Styles, he fills holes. Then you get Giants like fucking Bobby Lashley, who's in the U.S. title. Like, it's just... To say that that it can't be entertaining is preposterous. It should be entertaining. And hopefully Triple H does that. He makes it entertaining. Brandon, final thoughts on this? I think we're definitely going to get more continuity to the show. Um, Long term, we know for a fact that Vince was ripping up scripts for Raw, you know, hours before they were going on and changing shit. We were seeing uh, storylines and characters abandoned out of nowhere with no explanation. I think you'll it, it did seem at the end very much like a guy that didn't have much time left, not knowing that this was coming. But it's like if it wasn't working immediately, they were just ab- aborting it. So I think you will, you'll get more continuity there. But I feel bad saying I don't even know that I'm hopeful. I just almost am at a point where I genuinely don't care. I'm still not convinced that they aren't just trying to package this thing up and sell it. I, I agree. Triple H is just oh. going to be the late, the latest guy to, to see them to sail. And you're not going to like have much opportunity for anything interesting. The one fun part will be 
that you know they have all of the money that they need, and we immediately got at SummerSlam Brock Lesnar with a backhoe trying to flip the ring. Like mm-hmm. I think you'll get some of that stuff instantly back. Like let's blow this up a little bit, create some you know memorable moments here because there hasn't been a lot of that. And buzz, they need buzz. Yeah, like, I do. Their their monetary value is one thing, and their I guess marketability just for the uh... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> What's the matter, Jimmy? You sick? I am a little sick. I can only talk a little bit. Uh, their marketability and the amount of money that they've signed, they've signed contracts and the amount of money that they have, the capital that they have, is one thing. But their longevity seems to be, they're not the cool, they're not the, they're not worth watching anymore. <laughs> we don't watch them anymore. And we're big professional wrestling fans. I think that this, uh, having Triple H and Creative might build some kind of marketability, might build some creative buzz, might create some internet buzz where all of a sudden they seem even, it's even more likely that someone will buy them. And, you know, there's this there's this terrible fucking thing where they're like, Tony Khan's going to buy him. Tony Khan ain't get the fucking money. No. Now, this is like conglomerates buying this. Disney's buying this. Disney's Warner Brothers buying up with this. It like, Warner Brothers. You know, it's it's not fucking. It's not some dude in Florida who's using his daddy's money. It's he might he might be part of a, a group of people that buy it, but he ain't buying shit. Chris, final thoughts. Uh, I mean, you know, I would, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, the one thing that I love to shoot down though is like people say it to me. I've heard it a couple times, and I think we heard in a CM Punk interview that. You really think that Vince isn't still running this company? And I, I just think that's fucking silly to say. You know, I mean, this guy's involved in a publicly traded. First of all, <laughs> it's a publicly traded company. This guy's just running it from behind the scenes and nobody knows that like, dude is fucking. <laughs> yeah, like, you really think Vince isn't still running it? This dude is fucking gone. I guarantee that he still, they go to him for ideas. Oh maybe he's a great source of information yeah but he's gone know, dude he's gone he's still running it from behind the scenes <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> didn't he get sick he had a heart attack once in the ring right yeah, he had a heart attack so did rick flair wow. i will right, say it's crazy I, that, that more sorry i have one more final thought oh, yeah. it is crazy that we do a wrestling podcast weekly and here we are the week or the week after Vince McMahon is gone from the world of wrestling. And we're just like, yeah, too late. Like, whatever. It feels like this should have been a bigger deal than it feels to me. I mean, I guess it's a really big deal, but it's kind of like the biggest deal is that I, I think the biggest thing is that I never thought he would step down. He wouldn't have never. He would have dropped dead at Gorilla Calling a fucking uh, a, a, a awesome main theory. event card <laughs> before these accusations and all this other stuff came out, and apparently he was using company money too to pay these. Yeah, there off. Was something like fourteen million dollars of company money. That, that was, was the big thing. Funnel company money sl- or not? Yeah. Uh, and this um, guy is so smart. He's such a genius, but he still used company money to fucking like what? Like, cash some of those shares in, dude. Jesus Christ. Fucking idiot. Okay. Always a good once a carny, always a carny. Nobody's gonna catch me. Who's gonna rat me out? This is I'm the boss. I'm the boss. Nobody's everybody's got I won't book you. I won't book you, you'll be fired. Bye. Won't book you. 
this is a good example of that that funny thing too where if you get a enough control over like the money on planet earth you just can't lose right like vince's reputation totally gets tarnished he has to step down and he probably made more money in the last month than he's made in years because their stock price jumped like 25 percent even though and he still owns like 40 percent it's like (laughs) i'll show you you marks fucker Yeah. yeah all right so what do you guys want to talk about i've got lots of stuff what did you watch that's the catch did you watch stardom the match that you presented to us, I did watch, yes. Brandon? Yeah, I did my homework. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. Okay, that's good enough. Uh, start of Midsummer Champs. Uh, where are we at on my card? Let's see what we got. Pretty forgettable card. It was pretty predictable. But uh, Siri, the champ, defeated Tom Nakano in a ridiculous match. And um, I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, Tom Nakano, she's got to be near the top of the fucking card. When it comes to wrestler of the year, at this point, it's fucking insane. Every time she's in a big match, it's just completely insane. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, this was wild stuff from what I gathered, I guess, in their timeline, their big five-star Grand Prix is coming up, and this could have very easily been one that they kind of just mailed in. Um, I'm not sure about the rest of the card, if they if you felt like it that seemed like you were hitting at that gym, but they certainly didn't hear, and a, a good story that kind of can fall right into their lap here, Siri way I perceived it, uh, you know, more calculated and technical throughout this, but Tom Nakano is going to sort of make it a battle of the gas tanks here, just try to wear her out, but she ends up uh, burning herself out there and kind of getting caught by series intelligence late there, and that's the story of the match, but fun stuff and wild. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, I thought this was really good, too. I mean, it was like you, you know, Brandon pretty much summed it up. There was a lot of couple, there was a couple nice kicks to the face in this match, a couple nice slaps. Tom Nakano once once again looked like she was. I don't even know how to explain her look. She's it's not even like she's hurt. It's like somebody broke her heart all the time. <laughs> she's just so it's captivating, man. I'm like I just I look at her like what's going on in that head? Why does she look like that? She's so and not physically too. look like that, but she's always got this like like my heart has been hurt look. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great. She's She's so good. So good. So, yeah, this is a really good match. I really enjoyed this. This is another example, and uh, Brandon and I were talking about it when uh, Siri fought um, Risa Sarah from Prominence, where Siri, they're going through the motions. They're doing their, you know, um, know, headlock takedown, leg scissors, the whole thing. They're doing their whole chain wrestling. Siri's getting the upper hand in some of this stuff. And with... um, with Risa Sarah, she just cheated. She <laughs> immediately cheated. And with Tom Nakano, Tom Nakano was in the headlock. She gripped her around her hips and then picked her up and hit her on like a high arch uh, side suplex. And then Siri has to roll out of her. And the whole crowd fucking ooze because it's a big deal. Now Siri's taken out of her game. And by the end of the match, Siri goes back to her game and starts kicking the fucking shit out of her opponent. Which makes her like this end boss, the best wrestler. Makes her the champ. She's able to pull it out. She did this in the Risa Sarah where she choked her out in that match. In the Tom Nakano match, she did the same thing. Very cool. Final thoughts, Brandon? Yeah, these are real fight stories that you kind of tell themselves. Uh, you know, and her being the champ is creating this aura of being somewhat impenetrable where you're not going to, to get to her. You're just going to have to 
get fucking good enough as a wrestler that you can outclass her. And uh, no one's uh, done it as of late. And it's it's compelling. That's the same thing. You know, the reason why I love boxing and MMA real <laughs> not sports entertainment, real shit. That's just what's fucking interesting. Chris, final thoughts? I'm actually now I'm getting to the point or I'm at the point in which I can recognize uh, actual Joshi wrestlers other than like Julia and Starlight Kids. So like it's <laughs> I'm in I'm invested. And this was a really good match. And like um, uh, especially coming off that last one with uh, Tom Nakano and was it um, Natsupoi, yeah. that whole incident that happened a couple weeks ago, it just got you emotionally invested in it. So this was uh, I'm excited to see these things, this whole Everything in stardom progress over the next couple uh, next couple months, year or so. It's going to be fun. So we got the um, five-star Grand Prix. Actually, a couple of matches happened over the weekend, but um, we're not going to have it streaming until probably tomorrow. Um, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. We'll talk about it. Uh, Feckless Hurt, so she's out. Um, who else is involved? Susan Suzuki from Prominence. She also has a shoulder injury, so she's... She's not out, but her matches have been pushed back a little bit. And uh, I was able to catch a couple of them, but uh, we'll talk about it next week. What else we got? Uh, how about um, G1 Climax? You catch any of this? Brandon. I, ha- <clears throat> I haven't watched much G1 Climax. We, we decided to take a zoom in here on Yoshihashi versus Shingo. But outside of that, took a look at the standings. Somehow there's still only like... <laughs> yeah. Two matches in. Some people only have one match. It's like I hate this format. They're really putt putting this thing. It's the format. It's four. It's the format is there's four groups. You get one match per group, but they're all spread out in odd fucking segments. Like Jonah's next match is fucking like in two weeks, three weeks. His first match was the first night, I believe. Chris, did you check out Yoshihashi and Shingo though? I did, but back to you, we were just talking about this is a good way to me, for me to not give a shit who wins the G1 at the end right. of it. Right. I, mean, I really don't fucking care. The last we show will probably be a lot of fun. It's kind of tough to watch at this point. Yeah. It's a shame. But I did watch this match. It was, yeah. Go ahead. We should be the most excited. You know, this is the most excited we usually are every year, and the last two years has kind of been a dud. Um, Yoshihashi Pichiringa, though. Fucking insane. Uh, Yoshihashi is... He's not a fucking turd anymore. <laughs> this match was fucking rad. And Shingo's selling at the end, like, leaving. Like, he got the living shit out, kicked out of him and barely escaped. It was fucking great. Brandon, thoughts? Ain't no turd, that Yoshihashi. <laughs> uh, yeah, was, I, I mean, I feel like this has been a couple times now. This is Yoshihashi's signature moment here. He looks fucking awesome in the G1 and then uh, gets knocked out at the end. They, they're... they're uh, I saw somewhere that this was the first time they actually ever faced each other in singles yeah. in New Japan, which Not is shocking. Sure. And and um, the other finishers kind of like the same move, so that that's a kind of dance we get here storyline wise. Uh, I enjoyed you, you know Yoshiashi kicking out. You thought that was a clear go home spot, and and uh, from there that's when it really got good. Uh, he hits the karma. He gets like this this offensive fl- fl- uh, flurry in, and the place is going nuts for Yoshiashi. And you're like, oh wow. G1 might not be so bad, but, you know, Shigo ends up, what's that shit called? Some kind of snake pin? Go, That's I a dragon. Something Cobra, I forget what they call it. I forget it, what they what call his, it. What his finisher was, but it was good stuff, yeah. Yeah, Chris, thoughts? We, you know, you, for the first time, <laughs> I think this is the first time I ever saw Yoshiashi not in a turd match at the beginning of the card that I don't give two shits about. Right. To the point where they made mention to Yoshiashi te- teaming up with Sting. <laughs> and, and Shigo. And, 
Oh, Shingo. Yeah, okay, and, that's and, why and, I didn't remember yeah. it. Okay, now I Forbid- remembered. I was like, Forbidden Door. Wow, is, is he such a toad that I don't even remember? Like, you know, I, I, I'm going to be, I'll put it out there now. I've said it a million times, but, you know, Sting going off in a different direction. Sting in AEW has been one of my favorite things. Just the way that they use him has been one of my favorite things in wrestling over the past two years. So, like, I was like, wait a minute. Is Yoshi such a bum that I don't even remember this match? But now, all right, yeah, it was Shingo as his tag team partner. That was awesome. But, no, you actually got to see Yoshiashi in something, doing something, and it was really good. And uh, he's, he, he, like you said, he didn't look like a turd. He looked like a fucking professional wrestler, which was awesome. I yeah. really enjoyed it. One of the, um, there's, you know, I, I haven't been able to get caught up on everything. Some of the fun stuff's been Zack Sabre Jr. has been fun top to bottom. Kent has been great. Um, Kent has had multiple. A couple of these guys have had multiple matches, but some guys have only had one. And once again, like Brandon said, it's this fucking format is just it's not great. I'm not enjoying it. I have I feel like I'm not hooked at all. I, I yeah. Let's go back to the other format, please. It's just a shame. I, it's something I, I've. Never once crossed my mind and, and been like, they should do this differently. No. I don't, that's never been feedback by anyone. <laughs> right. Well, it, there's also a lot of guys in there. I mean, you know, if you look at the at the at the um, the lineup for it, right? I mean, look, we're talking about Yoshihashi having a great match. But <laughs> if they didn't use Yoshihashi in this, would you notice? Would you care? You know what I mean? Like they, it doesn't have to be four blocks. That's what I'm saying. They could shed some dead weight if they didn't use Ishii in this. Right. I mean, I love Ishii, but he doesn't. Does he have to be in it? No. Like they could have. They could. There are spots that they have filled. I love Bad Luck Fale as a human, as a wrestler. He's a toad. But as a human, I mean, he's fun to watch. Yes, yeah. he's, he's awesome. But oh my like, god. But his I matches watch. aren't that. Does he need to be in there? Is is his boy in there? I don't even know. What's um, Chase Owens? Is he in there? Yeah. He's another one. Does he like you want to bring in Tom Lawler and you want to bring in Jonah? That's fine. But you don't have to keep all these other guys. Get them out of there and have two blocks. I watched. I watched um, Lance Archer versus Bad Luck Fale. Oh, oh my, god! Oh my god! It was so fucking boring. That I watched uh, Chase Owens versus Tomatonga. Like, like you're He's watching another some, one. You're watching some of these matches. You're just like, all right, man. What, what are we doing here? Why are, are these you, guys in it? I like Tomatonga. Tomatonga's fine to eat some pins. But it, is it in his contract that he has to be in it? I don't know what's going on. Well, he's got a feud with Jay White, I guess. You can't. <laughs> cares like that's the point he's got a few what did you just say he's got a feud with jay white i guess like (laughs) i mean really if you're saying that at the end of the sentence what the fuck is the point of this who gives a shit i don't know man oh my god there are so many guys in the g1 like i said you know you should have your top the the main dudes right you could even have a storyline with look he's the greatest human being that ever walked the face of the earth Tanashi. He gives life to everything he touches. Tanashi. Can you have a storyline where he doesn't make the G1 because something happens to him? Oh, wow. Right? He's and actually great. Some, but you understand what I'm saying. I mean, there's you don't have to have everyone. 
Right. It can leave some dudes out. We've been watching the same G1 for fucking 10 years now. And we always know the top guys guys. are going to win. G1 isn't isn't the New Japan Cup. It's not some young guy is going to win. There's going to be a big surprise. It's It's always the top guys. Or for that matter, like the Royal Rumble, where sometimes you're like, oh, shit. Nakamura won. Nakamura won. (laughs) Yeah. And he's in the middle of the card at WrestleMania. But that's cool. Uh, also, um, uh, I mean, I'll check out more of it. Uh, Naito's 0-2, which means he's going to go undefeated and win the whole thing. Probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's interesting. Brandon, final thoughts on uh, G1 Climax talk? Yeah, I, I've, the charm has completely worn off for me. I would say in the, even in the old format, it was, this would be the only time of year where I would sit down and watch 20 minutes of Tomatonga singles in in a chunk. Uh, that's over for me, and this format's made it even worse. So, Chris, well, I guess we'll keep covering it in some <laughs> in some yeah, sense. We'll, we'll cover it. I mean, we'll keep covering it. I guess. Final thoughts. Yeah, please. you nailed it. We can move on. There's not really much to say. All right, let's talk about AEW. I guess. Oh, it's been fighter let's, fest. I want to talk about Flair. Uh, we're getting there. I'm building oh, no, that, to it. That has to. Yeah, that's the main. That's the main. That's the main event, brother. We're the getting there. Gotta wait. You gotta stick around. Ten dollars my ass. Put it on Patreon. We'll have people fucking dropping off at a podcast stream like flies if we fucking talk about it now. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Vader Fest. I'm not going through everything. Um, what was this two weeks ago? Yeah, I guess no. Was it Vader Fest? Yeah, two. Know. Well, it was two. It, yeah, was, it was two, two weeks, weeks long. I'm just gonna t- talk about a couple things. We'll talk yeah. about. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, Ricky Starks defeats some fucking nerd via pinfall. They like, come on out, you can face me and wrestle. Let's wrestle again. So uh, Danhausen comes out and he beats Danhausen. And then I don't remember the rest. <laughs> it was two weeks ago. <laughs> I think you're. Are you getting it? This was that? last week. This, this was last. Fighter. This is last week. This was I'm last. Confused. Week. Yeah. Let's let's two, go. Two weeks ago was Fighter Fest with the Shark Tank. All right. Okay. Let's talk about the Shark Tank then. Okay. Um. So this match fucking sucked. It was ridiculous. Brandon thoughts. Don't say that, Jericho. Will bite your fucking <laughs> nose right off your face. It was ridiculous. I I, I didn't think that it it sucked uh, totally as a match itself for the no, most no, part. I, like, I agree. When when I like with the AEW, I'm kind of like where I get the most fun out of it is when I just almost like unfocus on the, my eyes on the TV, and I'm just like, this is crazy that you can just flip to a TNT and this bullshit yeah, is happening. Yes, I'm compared to that. what's going on around it. That's like, what, and I think it it had that, um, but uh, if it was just on its own for the most part, but if storyline wise. I think what you're hoping for is that Eddie Kingston wins or Jericho wins. You just kind of get out of here and, and somebody moves on. But Sammy Guevara coming in and, and uh, swinging the outcome of the match is like, oh, we didn't even get a resolution out of this. We're just move. We're just moving on here. So, how about um, them not being able to open the shark cage? So they just start crawling out of the shark cage because the the bars are too wide because they couldn't get the gate open, and then the Finish was the fucking disaster. The finish was fucking awful. Jericho's spinning. He's spinning around. Elbows. <laughs> He's doing elbows all over the place. Eddie Kingston doesn't know what's going on. It's, the end of this was pretty bad. 
I enjoy the chaos, but man, the execution was not great at the end of it. It was a classic, um, keep it simple. You know what I mean? And they didn't. They tried to complicate the ending, and the ending was a fucking disaster. Also, well, I'm disappointed they weren't next to a pool full of sharks. Chris, thoughts? Well, I will tell you this. I mean, there is nothing more complicated. Like, if you're going to have somebody... Oh, God. How do I say this? Unlock a gate? Unlocking a gate can be very difficult. Putting a key in a lock and turning it. So I can see, <laughs> see how you would make that hard. Um, to Brandon's point, I'm glad you said this because I never thought about it. A, just now, this made me think. AEW is they got balls because this is Absolutely. not an industry that they're involved in right now that really has room for for lack of a better way of putting it this kind of behavior <laughs> oh, and most networks would have fucking booted them by now i mean you got dudes <laughs> getting chucked in the fucking barbed wire I mean, look, and I don't have a problem with it. I'm not a hardcore match guy, but I think, like, when you get one every once in a while, it's fucking great. Dude, the microphone uh, wrapped in barbed wire was fucking amazing. It comes out yeah. Whack. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, no, Eddie Kingston gas can was a pay-per-view. But, you know, and, and just the things that we've seen on television on AEW in the last, like, you know, I don't want to jump ahead, but, like, you're getting blood in the first match. 8 o'clock on a fucking Wednesday night, right? So, I mean, they're doing shit that if network executives knew what they were fucking doing before they were doing it, they would never be able to do it. Like, they're just fucking, like, fuck it. They right? get the ratings, man. Yeah, people are watching. So, it, it, it to, and then that brings up another point. You see how people's morality their stance on things in life just gets flushed right down the fucking toilet when you're getting ratings. Oh, yeah. Money. Nobody fucking cares. Oh, you want to throw a dude in barbed wire? You want to have a guy bleeding at 8, 8, 10 on a fucking Wednesday night where everybody can see it? You want to have a guy getting his head busted open and bleeding all over the joint? Well, I think that was, oh, wait, that that was the rating? Oh, no, it's cool. We're cool. We're going to keep our mouth shut about this. It just shows the fu- how full of shit. Everybody in these corporate fucking television studios, and not are. not even just a guy, like probably the most recognizable face that a, the random person flipping it on would see. It's Chris Jericho pouring <laughs> blood all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, what the fuck, man? Like I said, I don't have a fucking problem with it. You don't like it? There's eight billion channels on. There's nothing on any of them. Go give it a shot. But fucking yeah. So I give AEW a lot of credit. That being said, I believe I want to. You know, I don't want to take credit for this because I didn't think of this joke, but. Uh, I saw a video of that whole ending set to the Benny Hill theme. Mm-hmm. That was fucking the perfect thing to sum up that entire match. Was the just spinning. If it's you watch it, spinning. If they had sped it up, like like they should have that. Like like if they don't have like a match, like okay, well, so and so is hurt. They were supposed to wrestle. We're gonna show you the Benny Hill version of the Shark Tank match, <laughs> and then just show it all in like. 90 seconds, real fast with that music playing. It would be the fucking best <laughs> match of all time. Brandon, final thoughts? Okay. Chris, final yeah, thoughts? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's funny. I did forget about the Shark Tank thing because that's like a hallmark of this promotion at this point. It's like they try a bunch of crazy shit, and it works maybe 40% of the time. 
So when it doesn't work, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course it, this is, looks stupid. It, it usually does. Do you, I, do it's you not even a big deal. You know, through the legends of history of WCW, you think of um, the Shockmaster, right? You think of the cage match where the uh, the ele- where uh, um, Abdullah the Butcher, Butcher. Gets, gets electrified and the switch is going up and down. This is like this is as corny as those things are. Mm-hmm. It's not wrong with it. I love it. You'll remember it fondly. Yes, it wasn't and they good. Always, what we like about it. It wasn't <laughs> good. It's a fucking train wreck. Like? It was not good, but I enjoyed it. When yeah. I, I brought this up before, I'll bring it up again. We watched. Fuck, it was some WWE pay-per-view and Braun Strowman and there was a fucking trash truck and guys were getting thrown in it. That was amazing. And it was a, and it was a complete fucking disaster and it made no sense. And we had a blast watching it. So guess what? That was the best pay-per-view that year because we had fun. And that's all that fucking matters. I think like – and the only times that they ever look at those fuck-ups and they say like, I can't believe this happened, it's never with like – um like uh, people in the business, like, you know, guys that were involved in those things back in the day, like in WCW. It's never, I can't believe this happened. It's always, why did the camera, why was the camera on it? Yeah, right. Like when they couldn't get the cage unlocked, they, the why camera got the closer. Producer, why didn't the producer go switch them back to, to the anything? Ring? They, to anything. Show the crowd. They slip, they slip out through the cage, and then the announcers can just say that she let them out. Instead, they got like, closer with the camera. Like, just zooming, in zooming in on it. And she's like in a state of complete and total fucking panic. She yes. She's in complete panic. She's freaking the fuck out. I don't blame her. Cage unlocked. I don't blame her because she's probably thinking she's been in this business long enough. I'm going to get blamed for this and probably fired. Right. Even though, you know, obviously she didn't. But I'm sure there's plenty of guys out there to be like, that's your fault. We don't want you working here anymore. Think about it. Think about you it. Know? When um, it was Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns when they were doing the stadium shows and he was handcuffed. And Paul Heyman was like, walrus ass Paul Heyman is trying to fiddle with the game. Yeah. And then he ended up giving I think he gave it to the guy that was handcuffed. He gave the key to him and he unlocked himself. Yeah, he couldn't get it out. Yeah. He couldn't get the key in there. Yeah. Happens. But the camera was just like zoomed in on it. Just, and, and that's dude, WWE. Just show anything. That's WWE. That's, w- that's WWE and they kept it zoomed in on there, which is Come odd. On. Somebody got somebody definitely got for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me grab your ass. I'll give you a million dollars. Touch my dick. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on because we have uh, lots of wrestling. Uh, we don't talk about Rampage anymore. How about this? Yay. Oh, that's a dynamite card. Um, let's talk about John Moxley versus Roosh. This match fucking ruled. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, this was great. Um, <laughs> haven't seen have haven't seen too much of Roosh. Uh, I guess this is the thing with him. He doesn't eat pins very often no, they set no it up seller. a little bit he's he's what he's one nine in a row uh it's a strange match but i i like them sort of turning i don't not garbage to gold necessarily here with with cm punk getting hurt but moxie's obviously wasn't planned to to have this second run and him saying you know kind of fuck it whoever you want i'll fight roosh who just got here and beat the shit out of him choke him un- unconscious it works. This is good TV stuff. So, Chris, thoughts? 
Eight eight o'clock on a Wednesday night, banger. Yeah, and he yep, bleed. That's all I got. And it was not banger. intentional. It wasn't a a cut. No. Moxley had blood on his face. That was awesome. Moving on. Do you remember when I want to get into a big thing? Do you remember when Mox was like when Dean Ambrose was like a crazy tough guy and he was completely unbelievable as a crazy tough guy? No, no, he was and completely he, believable he, when he came to ringside with uh, ketchup and mustard yeah, and a and hot now, dog cart. Yeah, yeah, and now he's humble, a crazy guy on another show and he's completely believable that he's that tough. Yeah, I love him. Okay, we're done. He's great. I'm I done. want him versus uh, Suzuki as soon as possible. Um. <laughs> FTW Championship. So we get uh, Dan Housen, who uh, challenges Ricky Starks for the FTW Championship and uh, loses quickly. Then I believe Hook comes out. Hook defeats Starks to win the title after he said, I'm okay, everybody, come on out. You wrestle me, I'm going to wrestle. And then Hook comes out and he challenges him. Hook wins, wins the FTW Championship. Uh, Ricky Starks does a babyface promo pretty much. And I'm gonna keep fighting, and yes, sir. And then uh, Heel City Hobbs Hobbs turned on. R.I.P. Brand thoughts. I think I would like to think this was all these guys' idea because it's stuff that it's the opposite of stuff that we see a lot and are tired of. The Oh, I'm going to challenge you to a match. I'll accept any challenger. Oh, it's you? Okay, next week we'll do this. No, oh, shit. They're giving it to us right now. This is something people had thought about for a while. Hook versus, uh, uh, what's the name, Ricky Starks for the FTW title. They do it immediately, and Hook gets it. We, you know, we jump right through it. Ricky Starks, probably one of the best in the promotion as far as I'm concerned. I'm tired of how factioned out this company is, and we split that up. Let's see Ricky Starks do something on his own here. I don't know where they're going to go from here, but I'm excited to the, see the shakeup of these guys. And Hook with the FTW title will be fun, someone that it's actually relevant to. So, Right. Chris, thoughts? Um, I just don't know. My only issue is I don't know if, if Ricky Starks works as a baby face. I think he does. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he just doesn't change his behavior? It's At all. just we just love him, so we're going to cheer for him because we were cheering for him already. I think instead of the, you know, he'll be a little less dickish. But nobody was booing him. No, nobody ever was. No. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know this to be true, but he feels like he's getting to that point too, where you can actually just trust him on the mic. Absolutely. It's only that top couple percent of guys where you. You can just be like, go ahead. This is where we're putting you. You come up with something, and they'll do it. Yeah. Final thoughts on this match? I guess we're going to get Hobbs in a uh, feud coming out of this. And then um, maybe go on for a title shot. That'd be nice. There you go. No no thoughts. Okay. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Mio Yamashita. Mio Yamashita won in, in um, TJPW, and then she won the right to challenge Thunder Rosa. Pretty much no build to this, not on TV at all, but um, there you go. We got a match. Uh, Thunder Rosa wins. She retains the total. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, whatever. Kind of weird. They stick it in that typical right after 9, 9.15 spot. Uh, this could have been a bigger deal. I guess they play off of the last match with the, the roll-up. She kicks out of it this time and uh, suplexes her to victory, but didn't feel like a big deal and something that probably could have been. Uh, I'm not sure what this does for Mio Yamashita. Chris, thoughts? Yeah, I'm not sure what this does for anybody. This was just 
kind of lackadaisically thrown into the middle. It didn't seem very, it seemed like, I mean, even the announcers pointed out that they were out of sync and it was just like, I don't know. All I saw, I see this now as a, as a relatively new homeowner. All I saw was a waste of money. You paid this person to come to the United States. So you didn't do shit with them. Mm-hmm. It's just odd. It's just, it's not, I'm not saying like, oh, she should have won, but they should have been in a better spot. Not in a fucking, I got to go take a dump, and when I come back, it's fucking over. You know what I mean? Thunder Rosa, uh, uh, at one point, um, was thrown into the ropes and did the old, I'm not going to run into ropes. I'm going to stop just short and run at the person. I did not. Was, like, I thought Thunder Rosa was fucking terrible in this match, and I am over Thunder Rosa, and I want her gone forever. You're out on her. I'm out. I'm, I'm checked out. out too. I think she's too slow. I don't think that she executes properly. I I don't like her. I don't like her at all. She also seems like she's too too uh, busy trying to get herself over, which is fine. But be good. Say again, Jim. Which is fine, but be good in the ring. That's what I mean. Like you're too busy grabbing. Grabbing uh, what's her name was the same had the same fucking problem for a while. Uh, Taya Valkyrie had the same problem mm-hmm. where they were constantly just trying to tell the camera how great they were instead of actually doing it in the ring. And um, who was the? Uh, it was. It's just yeah. It just it just seemed like. And I'm yeah. over her. Big this is time. not working. Big time over her. And then I was doing some research. There seems to have been like issues with her in the past doing the same shit you know well so i read into because i didn't know what happened to ivalice she came and she went right she was like let go she got hired she got fired immediately or she got let go or she never really was hired whatever there was a big issue between her and thunder rosa in uh lucha underground thunder rosa was the the snake lady i forget what her name was and um you know like a lot of like backstabbing and now who knows i mean i don't know if that's any of that we don't know that this is true true. so but it's just like i don't know it's just weird it's weird it's the this the thing with fucking the thing with uh marina shavir marina shavir thank you sorry that was odd the problem i'm having is that regardless of backstage stuff that we will never find out about thunder rose isn't that good i'm starting to realize that when she is, I mean, the most memorable match I have with her is uh, the cage match with Britt Baker and the uh, lights out match with Britt Baker, which are hardcore matches. Onita yeah. puts on good hardcore matches and death matches. Onita can't fucking move. He's never been a good wrestler. He's been a good wrestler fucking 40 years. But he puts on good matches that are hardcore matches. You don't have to be good to bleed all over the place. I'm out on Thunder Rosa. I don't like her at all. I think she brought this down. I think this is a big deal, and she brought it down. I can't believe she didn't run into the ropes. I was just like, what are you doing? That's like uh, when we went and did uh, that show in uh, North Philly. And the we ropes never, broke? Well, we never we never ran into ropes. And uh, one of our guys uh, was scared to run into the ropes, so he stopped and put his arm out and then just ran the other way. Mm, I remember. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's like. It's amateur shit. Brandon, final yeah. thoughts. And we were definitely amateurs. Oh, yeah. Amateur is not even a word. We didn't even reach amateur. Yeah, I'm not totally there yet, but uh, I was kind of surprised to see this coming, right? Like, she was a fan darling for a while, looked better than a lot of what they had. Uh, she was driving matches. We felt like she uh, she was keeping it afloat. Uh, she's been around for a long time, and 
you know, maybe this is one of those cases where there's a reason why she was uh, never put to the top. I think I think there's a situation where she's better than the worst, but she's not better than the best. So she looks really bad when she's put against really good wrestlers. Like she'll look great against somebody that's not great because she's running the she's calling the match, but when she's against somebody that's really good, the other person seems to be waiting for her. You know what I mean? Standing right. there, waiting for her to do whatever slow-ass shit she's trying to do. And mind you, the girls from TGPW, I mean, they work in a smaller ring. So when they come to AEW, it's a bigger ring. They have more room to cover. And they still look quack, quicker than she does. I don't know. Quack. I'm, I'm quacker. Quacker dead than she does. I'm out of this. I'm out of her. All right. Uh, Brian Daniels. Yeah, I, I'm, can I just add something real quick? I'm sorry. Let me just one last thing. And I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to make a statement here, and it's going to sound very harsh, but it has nothing to do with the talent in their roster, but it has everything to do with the way the talent is uh, – um, the, the way their talent is um, uh, presented. Okay? I just want to make that abundantly clear. But their women's division, with those parameters in in place – it fucking sucks. It sucks. Yeah. Let's come uh, clean with this. Yeah, it sucks. They had. There's no reason to watch any of their fucking women. We've it's been apologizing fucking, for this. Yeah. For I'm done. Months. I'm not doing year, it anymore. Years now. I'm over. It's it. fucking it, terrible. It, it, it's fucking terrible. And like I said, by no fault of the women that are involved in it, it is fucking brutal. You have. We we love Jay Cargill, right? But She's great. The story, but the story is just. It's been going on for way too long. We have there's no interest in it, right? I love looking at her on my television. She makes my TV glow. Yes. Okay, but it's what are we doing? Up, oh, she's got baddies. She's got a guy that she tells everybody to cut the shit. I can watch her tell people to cut the shit a million times, so I'm not gonna even bring that up. But it's just you know you're doing nothing. But I'm not gonna. Put, almost, I'm not gonna put her in with this group. She's standalone. She's right. great. She's right. must watch television. Everybody else in the women's division is presented poorly. They're mm-hmm. not on television. They got no fucking training. I just found yeah. out today that Britt Baker has been wrestling for seven years. Seven fucking years? Mm-hmm. Why can't she wrestle? Why does she stink? She's got no cardio. Why doesn't she have cardio? The fucking show stinks. The women stink. They don't particularly stink. The way they are presented fucking stinks they are absolutely not watch television with professional wrestling and i am a fan of women's wrestling i love women's professional wrestling i cannot fucking stand aw's women's wrestling good if there if there was a way to put an option and turn on a little device or a, a little option on my cable box <laughs> box that told me when wwe's women were wrestling i would hit it every time absolutely they're amazing. I would hit it every fucking time. The reason why I don't watch their women is because their entire show is just boring stinks, and I don't care. I'm not going to find it. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not I'm not going to sit and sift through it to find it, right? But even when you have uh, women who weren't weren't um, really that experienced, uh, a Lacey Evans, right? She was fucking presented well. She was given a storyline, and she was. F- they were always much wa- must watch TV. Even Bianca Belair, when she just started, when she was in a- a- NXT, she was fucking. She looked amazing, mm-hmm. and she could do all these feats. She mm-hmm. was still sure she was green and couldn't do a lot of shit, but she still looked cool. Yeah, these uh, fucking. You, you gonna, it's you a shame. Come, it's just it stinks. It really does mm-hmm. stink. 
Yeah. And I don't I'm see glad it I said out. because I don't see coming I, out the other end. I, like, mean, I don't look, see any. What are we going to bring? Car sheet and Reho back? Right. So you got fucking the people in the crowd not paying attention when there's so good wrestling happen because it's not Britt Baker. Britt Baker does a fucking promo and then everybody's like, woo! And then she gets in the ring and she, her feet are fucking size 12 men's and she can't fucking run around the ring. Give me a fucking break. Well, that's the thing too. Like if you, if you, what's your litmus test for whether or not, uh, a, a, um, professional wrestler is a fan, if the fans are interested, what's the litmus test? The fucking crowd. Right. And whenever the women come in that aren't Britt Baker, nobody gives a shit. Right. Or they make fucking racist comments Rosa. again, or Thunder Rosa, or they make shitty racist comments against fucking Takara Shida. Right. I mean, that's what we get. Because fucking, this is what they do. So now we're stuck, and now they have all these people, and they went there, and I'm sure they were promised so much shit, and they're in this fucking, they're in the muck in this fucking women's division that they put on. Like I said, they don't even put them on in like I don't even. I'd have to look. I I, I shouldn't say this because I don't know it to be true, but it's like not even like they put them on at like you know eight fifty five, so they get the, like there's no strategy to it. Like mm-hmm. put it like a good spot, eight fifty five. You get the crossover. People are watching. Like WWE one of the things they always did was when I used to watch Raw years ago, I watched it at eight. I turned it on at like ten and nine. I turned it on at ten of ten and then ten of eleven. And that's all you needed to see. The rest of it was just fucking filler. They're just trying to keep you to watch over the crossover so you, they get the rating numbers for right. it. They don't even do that. No. And it's just like it's the it's, women's matches are on at nine fifteen. Yeah, and it's like what the fuck, you know? Like it's there's nothing, nothing is special about it. And nothing. also, you're not pretending by doing that nine fifteen. Like you said, you presented. You're like, all right, well, you put it in the crossover so you can get that hour. You can get the hour. You can get the number at the hour. You put it on nine fifteen. You are showing no faith in your women's division. Exactly. You are saying this is the dead spot. This is where people are going to tune out. So I'm going to put you here. Fuck Tony Khan and fuck their women's division. I want them to do better. Brandon, final thoughts? No, you guys nailed it. Let's, All right, let's talk about Brian Gaines. Well, I also – yeah, let's, let's – no, well, I was going to say they that they, they – another thing they did really quick. I've been bitching about it for years. They gave us the entire fucking card for next fucking week already. There's no surprise, and I'm already not interested <laughs> What are you talking about? But God, I'm just saying they go through next week. We have this match, that match, this match, that match, that match. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't even want to watch this. <laughs> you know, it's almost a preview to not watch. So, yeah, it's like you're not even going to get my I hope it's good. <laughs> you're not getting that. I'm like that. I'm out. Talk about talking about good. Brian Danielson versus Daniel Garcia. Brandon thoughts. It was good. I, I just kind of get a little bit peeved by them doing like the concussion thing with the Brian Danielson. It's like of all what the fuck, like the, of all things that he that he could have had go wrong. But the it's a guy that's like had a brain bleed that he has one. The crowd's like, <gasps> did you see? They showed quiet. a guy like this. They showed they a guy all got like quiet. I knew they all got quiet. It was great. Yeah, I mean these people are fucking stupid, but <laughs> I, I, I don't. Um, like I don't consider myself like sensitive to it. It's just bad taste. And uh, the match, while it was fun, that was a, the built-in excuse as to why Daniel Garcia could have just beaten Brian Danielson his first match back. I don't need Jake Hager like grabbing his leg and and giving him a second excuse to as to why he lost. They should have just let Daniel Garcia win. I did enjoy the uh, random 
arm sticking out from the bottom of the ring going. <laughs> that was pretty good. Chris, thoughts? Um, you, what did you, how, how did you, fra- how did you frame the, you know, Brian Danielson might have a concussion? What did you say? Not in bad taste, but whatever you said doesn't Who? matter. Brandon. Uh, Brandon, I think I, I think I said it's not that I'm like sensitive to it, or I just think it is kind of just okay. poor taste. I don't think it's in poor taste. I think it's lazy fucking writing. Yeah, that's what I think that's it was. Just it. being lazy. The other thing is, is that like you know, you only needed the arm coming out of the ring. That was enough. You didn't need this other horse shit. Like this other fucking like you said. If you're going to use that, have that be the reason why he loses. Why don't you just have Hager grab his leg? I loved Hager's giant, giant gorilla arm. That monkey arm of his is like eight feet long. That was pretty good. Here comes Sloth from the Goonies from another. <laughs> dude, I'll tell you what, man. Like we got, we make fun, but it's like that dude. There's nobody built like that dude. He's ridiculous. I fucking love that he's this like giant with these long arms. This is fucking great. But um, excellent match. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Uh, when he when he you know, when he hit, like, we're conditioned now. We kind of know. Like, when the guy hits the deck, when Danielson hits the deck and you think he has a concussion and nobody goes in to help him, I mean, well, actually, you don't know because it's AEW and Matt Hardy. But... And also, we just watched the Ric Flair match, or the Ric Flair show, so we, <laughs> we're going to talk about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, as, as far as it being a really, I mean, it was fucking excellent. That was a tremendous match, and it was the main event. It belonged being the main event of that show. And, um, yeah, I think Daniel Garcia's, one of the best guys in that roster place like AEW. Um, you know, this is a guy, this is another one of these guys that wouldn't exist. Uh, you know, in the without Vince street, McMahon, without, without Vince McMahon, no, without, <laughs> without fucking, without, uh, without, um, without AEW, Vince would never give that guy a job. No. Yeah. He's great. I enjoy him. Any final thoughts, Brandon, on uh, a wonderful fighter fest and fight for the fallen. I Chris? thought the the Starks thing was great. The yeah. rest of it, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Chris, final thoughts? Nope. Nope. All right. Uh, this week on AEW, we get Powerhouse Hobbs will be in action. We get Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage. Well, fucking everybody's been. We, that on. is, I mean, 2022. <laughs> what else could you want? Let me go through the whole card. We get a dumpster match, which isn't Matt Hardy versus Christian Cage. Dumpster match, the Gun Club versus the Acclaimed. We get Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal. The Undisputed Elite is back. Is that it, Who is that? Is that Adam Cole? It's Adam Cole and the rest of his idiot Wait, friends. Is it Kenny, Kenny Omega? No, it's Adam okay. Cole and then the rest of the Kenny Omega crew and okay. Red Dragon. Okay. Thunderstorm versus Britt Baker and D- DMD and Jamie Hayter. I wonder who's getting pinned. There you go. <laughs> Chris Jericho versus Wheeler Yuta. If Wheeler Yuta wins, he gets Jericho's title shot versus John Moxley. Brandon thoughts. I think uh, you're starting to spread your ear infection here through Skype. I might have to call out sick next week. I don't feel like talking about any of that stuff. Chris? Yeah, how's fuck your, it. How's your ear feeling? <laughs> yeah. How's your ear yeah. feeling? <laughs> Not great. I got a con worm in my brain right now. We also get, uh, who do we get? We get Cesaro versus Yuta at, on Saturday. There's a Saturday show. 
Wheeler Yuta? I think so. I don't remember. No. Why? Double Yuta? For the uh, Ring of Honor Championship or something. I don't know. Cesaro versus the number 12 ranked guy in PWI. Oh, my God. All right. Let's talk about that. You ready for that? Yeah, let's talk about it. Because right, I got some Brandon, you ready? Ric Flair's last match. Now, Chris and I, um, you know, we were talking the couple of weeks ago. We were saying, like, we weren't going to pay for it. So I, uh, we checked online. We checked uh, cable, and it said it was $10. So I said to Chris, I was like, 10 bucks, I'm coming over. We didn't realize that it was actually $30 when we got there. Classic Conrad. We got Carney down <laughs> 30 bucks, but we watched it. I came over with two bags of uh, pork rinds. We ordered some chicken wings, and uh, we watched uh, Ric Flair's... Fart, farted into a leather couch for a couple hours? <laughs> yes. Ric Flair's last match. Hold on, you show. motherfuckers farting into my couch? Because if that's the case, I don't know if I can do these hosting parties anymore. What do you think the ripping sound was? I mean, ch- 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 chicharrones and, and wings delivered. Sounds like... I had bar- I had uh, spicy and regular chicharrones. Jimmy brings over a couple of those hazy IPAs. Those will get those will get your guts busted pretty quick. Plus, I was full of uh, uh, antibiotics, so my ass was just oh my god. It, out. it was solids, liquids, and gas. All right, um, <laughs> let's go through this card. Now, I'm not going to talk about everything because we didn't watch everything. Hold on, did you get to the bottom of how it was ten dollars on Friday and thirty on Sunday? No, I didn't. no, it was it wasn't ten dollars on Friday. It was ten dollars on Sunday. On Sunday, at the work cable box. Oh, that's what <laughs> it was. And then when I got home, and uh, it was fucking ten dollars, but it was still an HD. It shouldn't have been a different fucking price. Yeah, we got screwed. I mean, you know, Conrad. <laughs> I might actually put my first tweet out with that photo of that price on there for Conrad to answer. Like, he won't answer. <laughs> Is that what he sounds like now? Why not? Fuck him. All right, uh, I just want to go through some of this stuff now. This, I'm on the Wikipedia. <laughs> so, sorry. All right, here we go. Um, uh, canceled matches. The originally planned main event was reported to have been Ric Flair teaming with FDR to take on Ricky Steamboat and the Rock and Roll Express in the six-man oh, tag God. match. Oh, God! That was supposed to happen? <laughs> Wait. Steamboat confirmed that he was offered the match but turned it down. <laughs> Hold on. Matt Cardona proposed defending. <laughs> Keep going. I don't know any of this. Matt Cardona proposed defending the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship against Flair, but he was injured soon after and forced to forfeit his title. Hold on, there's some more juice. I gotta find it. Oh my god, some of it's ridiculous. I know that Ric Flair had said that he was going to be drunk. He was going to drink before his match. I know he said that. So there you go. All right, Who was going to be drunk? <laughs> so here we go. All right, so we didn't see a lot of the show. Um, we showed up. What? When did we show up? I got to be 28, 8, 7.30, oh, 8, The sixth match. It was the sixth match of the show. Mind you, every match before, there was five minutes, 11 minutes, 10 minutes, five minutes, five minutes. So, <laughs> sorry. Put a lot of good what work we put in there at the Coliseum. Okay, you ready for this? Uh, Ren Narita defeated Yuyu Uemura via pinfall in a New Japan uh, Young Lions match. Mace Warner 
won the uh, Bunkhouse Battle Royal. What the fuck is that? I don't know. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns defeated the Wolves in a tag team match. Great. And what I've heard is one of the worst professional wrestling matches in the history of the universe. Killer Cross with Scarlett Bordeaux defeated Davey Boy Smith Jr. via pinball. They tried to make it into a, they tried, I can guarantee you they tried to make it into a catch wrestling match and it just sucked. I guarantee you that's what they did. There you go. They tried to make it look fucking real and it wasn't entertaining in the fucking least. Brent, any questions, thoughts? Yeah, I said it sounds like a lot of good work being put in there. Five minute matches <laughs> and some kind of bunkhouse battle royal. Just, the battle royal was 11 minutes. I know, I know that most of the stuff we watch is irrelevant and meaningless, but boy, it's really got a smacky in the face when you're sitting there watching that shit. And like, this is a truly pointless spectacle that we've arrived at. Oh, they 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 try to work some storylines into this, but um, next up, four quarters match to determine the number one contender of the Progress World Championship. Number twelve <clears throat> in the PWI ranking. Jonathan Gresham <laughs> defeated Alan Angels, Kaneska Takeshita, and Nick Wayne via pinfall. Who's Nick Wayne? Uh, he's a really young guy to get signed by AEW. Okay. Yeah. Brandon thoughts. <laughs> Brandon, do you no. know about, uh, have you heard the, the uh, drama with uh, Jonathan Gresham? Well, he, he spazzed on, uh, I guess I shouldn't say spaz anymore, apparently. No, don't say spaz. I'd... Don't say spaz. Why? You can't say spaz anymore. Uh, spaz! Okay. Brandon, thoughts? Fuck. He, he freaked out on Tony Khan. Yeah, he did. And he said, I'm the, the 12th rated PWI wrestler, according to Dirt Sheets. That was his <sighs> argument. According to the Dirt Sheets. There you go. He won. Chris, thoughts? <sighs> All right, next up. Uh, the, here's where you know we started. He's, you know he's five foot tall? He is five foot though. <laughs> do you know? Do you know there was another wrestler that everybody said was too short, and he'd never make it. Yeah. Yeah, it was Rey Mysterio, and he's five six. He's six is a half foot taller than you, and he's could be considered one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Okay, so um, he's got yeah, one. you need to go somewhere. Cunt. Poor Gresh has a little yeah, man syndrome. Him. He's got a little little man syndrome. His wife's taller than he is. Not that that's a problem, but she's small. She is short. She's very short. We'll talk about her in a minute. Now, this is where we, we logged in. Full of chicken wings and uh, pork rinds, and I might have shit myself yeah, three good. times because of antibiotics. The yeah, four horsemen, Brian Pillman Jr. and Brock Anderson, with Arn Anderson, defeated the Rock and Roll Express, Ricky Morton and Kerry Morton, with Robert Gibson at ringside, let me tell you something. Kerry Morton, quite the worker there. Chris, go ahead. I'm just going to, can I say my, my commentary for the for the end of this? Yeah, sure. I have, I have a pretty <laughs> over, I have an umbrella comment for yeah, the whole thing. We'll, we'll talk about yeah, it at the end. Yeah. I'll, you know what? I'll just give snarky comments, and if you want to just uh, chime you in. Go. Brandon, you want to chime in? Just stop me. You Say, Jim, that. stop. Just... Here we go. Are you about to say stop? Don't say stop. Four-way match. Stop. <laughs> Four-way match. 
Ray Phoenix defeated Bandido, Laredo Kid, and Black Toros via pinfall in what is praised as an amazing match. Chris and I watched it. <coughs> Not great. <coughs> Singles match for the Impact World Championship. Who's Josh commentating Anna. this thing? Was I'm sorry? Shivani? Who's, Who's commentating this thing? Was it, it was Tony Shivani? Dude, it was a combination. Hold on. Let me find the list. I'll, ta- I'll we'll tell talk you We'll right talk about now. the list in a minute. Let's get through the card and then I'll talk, I'll yeah, talk about right. it. Yeah. There's like 20 people that commentated. Singles match for the Impact World Championship. Josh Alexander, who I did not know wore like plastic wrestling gear on his head, defeated Jacob Fatou. Jacob Fatou in a no contest. Somehow Jacob Fatou can't get a job with WWE, even though his entire family works there. Tag team match. The Briscoes. Defeated the Von Erichs. That's Marshall Von Erich and Ross Von Erich. They didn't resurrect the dead Von Erichs. No. no. <laughs> Not David and Kerry? No. That would have been better. Mm-hmm. Three they wrestled match. the fucking coffins. <laughs> they should have wrestled coffins. Yeah. That would have been more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Just slide back and forth. What is it, Ghost and Goblins, where you could get the coffin and you could shoot it at people? Or the cross? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what you've been. Yeah. Very, very bad. Just coffins with, like, those, like, you know, what are those things called? The, uh, the fat heads? Like the big stickers? <laughs> <laughs> they just cut, they just cut two, two feet holes in the bottom, and you just see one with one wooden foot, and the other one has two feet, and they're just coffins bobbing <laughs> with With Von Eric fat heads on them. Big old sticker on the top of it. <laughs> Yes, excellent. Uh, Three-way match for the Impact Knockouts World Championship. Jordan Grace defeated Deanna Perazzo and Rachel Allering with a broken fucking foot via submission. Talk about no doctors in the building. We watched Rachel Allering break her fucking foot on television. Oh, no. Is it confirmed that she broke her foot? No, it isn't. She went to the hospital. She said her leg was swelling up like a uh, golf ball, or a uh, Mm -hmm. baseball, but... There you go. That's depressing. Yeah. It was she rolled over. They rolled over that, and it was bad. Did you ever see that video of the dude that was like in some backyard wrestling thing and he jumps off like the second rope and both of his knees explode back, yes. backwards? Yes. Yes. They folded. I can't. I can't yes, watch that it. kind of shit. It's nothing more impressing than watch or depressing than watching someone get like a gruesome in- injury in a meaningless event. Making no money. Yeah, you're doing like nothing. 50 bucks. Nobody. Here's $80,000 in medical bills. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, story of that guy, though. His, uh, his wife did a uh, fundraiser for him. It's a bunch of money. So. They were able to get him amputated for him. Yeah. His legs are now... They saw him off for His legs are they now wooden fucking... legs. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> Let me tell you something. He's got, he, um, he's got, he got both... <laughs> He's like that guy on the sea captain on fucking uh, Family Guy. Yeah. The they raised enough money to, to put him down. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, God, yeah. Well, we raised enough money, but, you know, to get a surgery, but not to cover his wages because his legs are going to be locked straight <laughs> for the next three fucking months, and then he's going to have to go through rehab. He's not going to be able to work. Probably lost his job. How'd you injure yourself? I was back. The video's going around. You fucking moron. We're going to have to let you go. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're too can't stupid. Call him to work. Moron, I don't know. Can they call you a moron anymore? They can't call us bad, yeah. but they can call him moron. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Main event. 
Ric Flair and Andrade El Idolo defeated Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett with Karen Jarrett via pinfall. All right. Collect your thoughts. Brandon, Chris, collect your thoughts. Brandon. Do you have any questions? I'm just an I'm just an observer here. I want to hear what I want to hear what you guys got on this, and I'll chime in. Okay. Chris, let's start with your thoughts. I want to hear where you where you're going with this. Okay. Do you want me to give you my thought on what I was going to give you earlier, or I think I should say that to the end? So I'm just going to give you my thought on this match, and then I'll cover the entire card. Sure. Let's talk about um, the. Uh, so let's the talk event. about let's talk about Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett was on fucking fire. He was amazing. He was amazing. Um, he was the only thing that didn't make this an entire fucking, tra- this entire thing a fucking train wreck. Right. I mean, he's the only thing that made it slightly less of a train wreck. Well, there was three train guys. Wreck. There was three guys in the ring that didn't make it a train wreck. There was one guy that was a train wreck. He and was, they were, you he, know what it was? It was the uh, select whether or not you kill one person or kill a bunch of people. They were the guys switching back and forth, and Ric Flair was the one killing people. If you remember, he was he was the guy that that fell asleep at the at the switch in Philadelphia when the train went off the rails and <laughs> down on Riff, off Richmond Street. And that was Ric Flair, yes. That was fucking old Allegheny. I've killed a bunch of people. Uh, Flair was on no. Um, Jarrett was on fire. Uh, Jay Lethal is a fucking avoid in the cosmos, as far as I'm concerned. I don't care about anything that dude does. He might as well not be there. Uh, and Andrade did nothing. He really did nothing. He spent most of the ring on the outside floundering. You know, uh, uh, Andrade, the most expensive dude that does nothing. I mean, we've already covered this a million times in AEW. Then we get to Flair. Um, Flair, there was one thing I thought. That a 73-year-old man who's been close to death on numerous occasions, has been told he can't and shouldn't wrestle on numerous occasions, uh, could have done correctly. And they botched it. And that was the entrance. You talk about doing too fucking much. This guy's been around for a million fucking years. If they had played uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey, whatever the name is. that the name of that song? Uh, Who cares? We know what I'm talking about. Zarathustra. There you go. That's the name. Of it. If he had played that, came out, the lights had come on, and he was arms out, robe shimmering, and the little bit of light that they shine on it. Supposedly a four thousand dollar robe. Yeah, spun around in circles and walked down to the ring like he did in the fucking seventies and eighties before he lost his mojo. It would have been okay. Because even a 70-some-year-old man can hold his arms out. We hope. Uh, but instead, he decides he's going to wear the big gold belt. He couldn't do it. And he can't get his fucking robe off. He couldn't do it. time to show it to us. Listen. Then. You're, you're making excuses. I'm not. He couldn't even walk. This he man could not walk. fucking walk. And he fucking. And then on top of it, if you watched him, he went from. he. It, it was like he has. I've said this a million times. He's been crazy old man a lot longer than he was a good wrestler now in my life. They were, he immediately melted down into trying to do, you know, he, he got to the middle and he took it and then the belt and then he started to do this and, oh, oh, and he kind of got stuck and he went, oh, he started glitching the fuck out and then the real fun began, the fucking match. This 
Let me cut you off before we get to the match. Please do. I thought he was going to drop dead on the walk. Yeah. At no point was I. I thought he was going to be able to come out and do the spin. He couldn't even walk Mm-mm. to the top of the road, uh, top of the uh, ramp. No, I think uh, I think uh, Doug Dellinger had to help him down the fucking ramp. He had to walk down the ramp. He wooed. He did a bunch of stuff, but he couldn't do anything. He was trying to get yeah. show off. The, he was trying to undo the, the like. He must have like a nurse that helps him constantly because he couldn't undo his fucking robe. This is a man that promised us, lying, obviously, promised yeah. us that he would be I was just as good as I was 40 years ago. I'm just as smart no. and just as good. This motherfucker couldn't even make it to the top of the He couldn't make it to the top of the ramp, walk down the ramp. He's like, who, who, the whole fucking show. He's, who, who, Chris, continue. So uh, I'm wondering... <laughs> At what point coming down that ramp do you think he was like, this is a bad idea? <clears throat> like, what am I doing? Like, is I he can't. None. Is no he way. Let him. He's None. Like, nah. Right? Brandon, thoughts? That's you, Chris. I'm disappointed you said that because you you, you can go inside the mind of Ric Flair better than anyone. There's no way he's even nah, he today considered yeah. that no. that this was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> even after the fact. Yeah. He's sitting Andrew on the couch. Fucking... He's sitting on the couch. He's watching that video over and over again. His giant leather couch, like Chris has, that he's farting on shit and all over. He's eating pork rinds. He's eating fucking chicken wings, and he's watching. And he's going, "This is the best idea I ever had. Look how good I look." He's looking. Oh, he's at his already fucking, planning his He's next looking day. at that turkey, turkey skin fucking arm of his, the tricep that's just a, a like a slab of fucking chicken and turkey skin hanging off of it. Looking at it and being like. I look great. Got that, I look great. And that fucking son-in-law his is fucking burying his head right up his ass telling him how great he was. Yeah, look great. I was going to say, pretty funny by Andrade to show up and of all matches to, to do nothing when your partner is a 400-year-old uh, purple bag of summer sausage, you decide to just not participate <laughs> in, in a tag team match. <laughs> <laughs> I, of all times, for you to take the night off. <laughs> I, listen, I, I listen. think. Okay, I, let me just chime in, and I'm going to defend Andrade a little bit here. He was fucking a nurse in this match. Yeah, he was. He was checking on him nonstop. To say he didn't do anything, he wasn't running around in the ring, and he wasn't doing his usual Andrade stuff. He had a couple of like, they had like a hot tag where it was him and Jay Lethal were doing stuff to keep everybody entertained. But a lot of times he was checking. He was just checking on Ric Flair. He was looking at Ric Flair. He was checking on him, grabbing his hand. One point he goes, <laughs> by the end of the match, <laughs> he's grabbing, he's grabbing onto him, and Ric Flair looks like he says he shit his pants. I don't know. <laughs> All right, <laughs> dude. Okay, I'm let's just, continue with this, Chris. Continue. I'm gonna, continue with storytelling. Well, no, I think I want you to do it because my head is so jammed up with shit right now that I think you're gonna have a better time articulating what you saw than I can. Well, I can't remember anybody's name, but that's okay. Um, so we get to the point where he comes into the ring, and you know he, we're, we're, you know anyone with common sense would assume that he would be on the, he wouldn't be in the ring much. He'd be on the, he'd be the tag in. Instead, he starts the match. Which let me interrupt real quick <laughs> is. Okay. You would think that's exactly what you don't want to do. Right, exactly not, what I just said. Not even with who it is. 
if he was 35 and at the top of his physical fitness, you want to make people wait for that. Yes. You want to build anticipation. You don't want to just give it to him right away. Which just screams ego. He has to exactly. prove to everybody. So as soon as he comes to the ring, he's like, I got this. I got this. He it's just he's completely he looks like a loss. He looks lost. He looks like he shouldn't like he doesn't know where he is. Like, I'm sorry. I've lost my driver's license. Can you help me get home? I'm old. Where's like, my checkbook? I, yeah. <laughs> you got any money? He's about- he spells check C H E U Q C H E Q U E. He's checkway. Where's my checkway book? <laughs> so Jared's in there, and Jared, I mean, uh, credit to Jared, because we talked about it earlier. Chris had mentioned earlier how great Jared was in this. Jared bought so much fucking time for Flair throughout the entire match. Just from this part where they did this holy little thing, they danced around, he the Flair did his whole woo 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 and suck it thing, and then. Jarrett just was like, <laughs> he could tell that Flair was gassed even walking around the ring. Jarrett starts going after it. He's fighting with some dude. Jarrett at one point is fighting with some dude in the crowd. And they're, the guy is legit mad at him. He's throwing fucking beers at him and shit. And Jarrett's just like, blah, 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 blah. he goes back to that guy. He pretends he's going to leave. He's like, I'm over this. I'm over this. I'm not doing this. I'm leaving. <laughs> Karen, come with me. We're leaving. This is all to buy time for Flair to get his gas. Yes. Thoughts? This motherfucker's (laughs) got guts. I mean, he really does. (laughs) He's really got guts. And when you were talking about, like, Andrade playing nurse, you know, I I, I just want to speculate. Obviously, we have no idea. Do you think maybe there possibly I'm sure there was a there's a possibility that there was a conversation of can you please do this match so you can make sure my dad's okay? I think from his daughter from the from jump. I think Brandon and I, Chris, you might have been on board, too, was we assumed Jay Lethal and Andrade were going to be in this match. Jeff Jarrett was a surprise, a a pleasant one. He was great, but. Andrade was definitely nursing his ass. Yeah. You know, it's his son-in-law. Please make sure my dad's okay. I can't believe this fuckhead is doing this. The at, Just a just fucking ego on a motherfucker that almost dies. Right? And then fucking puts himself through this with no... I mean, I, I can't say... I'm just assuming because he's such a fucking jerk-off... No consideration to the people that love him. Oh, my God. Like, do you think maybe his kids it. were all like, what the fuck is going on? Oh now, God. I know his son used to well, date Stacey Keebler. Well, not Reed. Reed's so, dead. But the other one used to date Stacey Keebler, so he's got that to fall he back is? on. He is? What happened? He, he used to. Right? <laughs> Since when? <laughs> I think at one point he clutched his chest and said, I'm going to change. I'm going Let's skip ahead. We're going to skip ahead. Yeah, gonna I skip mean, like, ahead. what are we going to say about this? All the Because fu- you got a match full of shit. He tries to do his spots. The I don't only want to skip ahead. I want to save every moment on, of this. The only thing about this, and I'm, I was just looking for the video. I can't find it. There's a spot where 
Grace, I wanted to find the audio for it. There's a spot when he's outside. Okay, that's what I want to get to. That's what I get to. I'll try. I'll, I'll, you talk. I'll search okay. for the audio. So um, he starts getting worked on, and he works outside. And as soon as he starts getting worked on, I think he gets, like, thrown into the turnbuckle or, like, the outside of the turnbuckle or something. And as soon as I saw that, like, Chris and I were just like, oh, my God, he's fucking got a juice all over the place. But then Karen Jarrett breaks out her shoe, and they bust Flair in the head with the shoe. And I was like, oh, here we go. So we got Flair with barely any hair. Flair, Flair has, like, a tuft of hair in the front that he combs over, but the rest is all bald. And then he's got hair on the side. He's very Hulk Hogan, but with, like, an Ed Grimley in the front of it, if you know who Ed Grimley is. He looks like, uh, look up who uh, uh, Gypsy, I was calling him Gypsy Joe when we were watching it. He's got Gypsy Joe's haircut. It's it, it, his hair at that point is just red. It's like a ring. To call it even like a haircut is insulting. Like it's not a it's not a. I was sending no one pictures. I'm like this, this isn't hair. a haircut. No this is a fucking crazy. <laughs> no one cuts this hair. I hate to put down any barber out there in the world and say someone cut his hair. So it's like bald around the middle, but like the front has some hair that he combs over, and then he's got the 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 uh, Hulk Hogan on the sides. But once the blood starts flowing, it, it's got it's like a halo of blood. And I, I sent the picture to Brandon, and Brandon was like, "Hey, hon, you think I got some sunburn up here? Can you tell me if I got sunburn on top of here?" Which is exactly what like, the picture I said looks exactly like that. Hey, I, I got a little sunburn up here. But it went, he's outside, and I think it's it's not Jared, but I think it's Jay Lethal's going after him. And Chris, do you have the soundbite up? I bet it's in I, our. I do have one. It's not that great, but it's, we're gonna. It's, it's in the only one I can feet. really find right off the bat. It's in and our. It's feet. at the very end of it, so just keep talking, and I'll I'll I, get it up. You know what? You. I'll have it in our. I'll have it in my videos for sure. So at one point he starts going, whoa, whoa, and he starts grabbing his chest, faking he's having a heart know. attack, but he's going, whoa. Oh, and his hair, <laughs> he's an old man, because he's an old man. And when one of the things that don't shrink, like your whole body shrinks when you get old. Everything shrinks. You get smaller. You just hunch. Your tits start to sag. But your head is still gigantic. And his giant head is elongated with a big mouth. And what, what's the sound he makes? Put it right up to it. that mic. Let's see yeah, how it he... sounds. Rick's longtime partner. He sounds like me coming. Let's do it again. One more time. For the listeners at home. Well, when when he's saying stop it, when Shivani's saying stop it, Karen Jarrett is bearing her ass at the whole Conrad family and slapping it. Yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was great. She went after um, Conrad. She went after uh, 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 Flair's daughter. Flair's daughter, Reed, Reed Jr. 
Went after Reed Jr. <laughs> Why? I love it. This is Reed Jr. Which was like weird because they were like grabbing each other and they're grabbing hair and stuff like that. But anyway, let's beat around the bush. And he comes, figure four leg, like a fucking dude. At one point, Ric Flair is just like laying in the middle, like he's laying in the corner. And Andrade has to, he like comes over and tags him in to get the pinfall. He's got to get, he's got to get that pin. Yeah. So like he's laying, he's like laying on the ground in his corner, like. Andrade comes over, tags his head. He's got to roll over. He puts the figure four leg on, lock on. Match ends. Both both shoulders on the on the mat. Ric Flair. Everybody's there. pinned. Everybody. It's a no contest. <laughs> it's a draw. It was, a, it was a no contest. He didn't win. So you know what? They'll then, be like, oh, I didn't win. I was in my last match. Yeah, well, but, I mean, I'm going to rush Tottenham Singh next. <laughs> Satnam Singh. Uh, Fight for the Fallen 2023. <laughs> Satnam Flair. Woo! <laughs> so, so Brandon, any thoughts before we get to the post match? Dropping fucking loads. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I'm running back. Dropping loads, guys? Remember that? No, what I was going to say was is you missed something that they missed completely. If you weren't really paying attention, you didn't hear them. The camera missed it happen. Uh, um, Jarrett was in the middle of the ring unconscious because he got hit with a pair of brass knuckles by Flair. Okay. I'm missing some of the storyline stuff. but Yeah, but Conrad got himself involved. He's the one that gave him the brass knuckles. If I'm not mistaken, that's what I heard Skiavone say. All right. Why does this matter? I, don't know. I, just to I just it. like I mean, I'm interested. I like knowing yeah. that that. Oh, I mean, just, just, someone had, to, had to insert himself into the event. Yeah, that's oh. why I wanted to say. No, that's great. Slob, that's great. No, 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 I understand that aspect of it. But where are we going with this? Like, are we getting a rematch? <laughs> oh, oh. It's a desperate attempt for that guy who's wanted to be a wrestler his entire life to be involved in a wrestling angle. There you go. That's it. Because they tried it. I think he was involved with the MLW shit for a little bit, and that went fucking kaputski. Yeah, Brandon. I mean, that's kind of like the the one positive I can say about this, at least for our pers- from my perspective, is that there's no way that they got out of this without everyone looking at them being like, what a fucking embarrassment you guys are. Yeah. That has to be the, the public opinion. <laughs> I think that's gonna that's gonna end up being I think that sound may pop up quite a few times What's in that? the near future. Oh, 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 dropping loads <laughs> No no stop. So anyway, we do post match. Um uh Tony Schiavone comes into the ring for an interview. Ric Flair is completely out of it. After the uh, match, he's laying in a ring, and Andrade comes up to him, and it looks like he says, I shit myself. But uh, apparently it says, I I, I, um, I blacked out. Yeah, I passed out. I, I passed out. out. Yeah. We wanted them, especially on this podcast. If you're a loyal listener, you know how much we enjoy the act of shitting yourself. I shit myself. I was praying he shit his pants. He that, got up, and it was blue trunks. I would have... I would have said I would have mailed I would have mailed Conrad Thompson another thirty five bucks. 
Here, you know what? It's thirty five dollars. I would have gotten. I would have went over to Seven Eleven and gotten a money order. Instead <laughs> of a shit stain fucking dollars. payment. Yep. Shit stain payment for you. Probably the only other saving grace of this whole thing is that Ric Flair did this for one last moment of glory, and he didn't get it. He he, he passed out he and missed out. the end of his own I match. Agree. He was yeah. asleep on his Look, back. I can't, I can't read another man's mind, but if you look at any of the videos or the photos, the look of – I don't want to say disgust, but this look of like, what the fuck are you doing? From the Undertaker. Okay, so so okay, oh, so yeah, he goes out about that. So uh, Tony Schiavone comes into the ring, and Tony Schiavone wants to interview him, but Ric Flair is like, <laughs> he's dying, basically. He rolls out, and then he decides he's going to start thanking people. He barely thanks his family, and runs <laughs> runs right over to the Undertaker. McFoley's um, there. Thanks, McFoley. Bret Hart is there. He barely even looks at Bret Hart. Then he goes back over and he does his interview. He's like, thank everybody for you, all of you, to be here. Everybody here. I like to thank Chris Rock. I'm <laughs> he thinks Chris Rock. I'm going Chris after Rick Rock. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Sorry. Yeah, thank uh, Chris Rock. Kid Rock. <laughs> Chris and Tony Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock. I just thank Kid Rock. There you go. Chris thoughts. Front to back, top to bottom. The greatest professional wrestling event of all time. This was the most pointless, worst thing ever that I've ever spent money on. And I bought the the center of the earth in humanoids toy. And cried when I pulled it out of the box. Magmar or whatever the hell his name was. Uh, yeah, I bought that when I was 12, whatever. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, this was the entire thing was just a complete and total fucking shit fest. I mean, really. And we didn't watch half of the matches that took place in the first 40 minutes of the fucking show. So. Crap. They should all be ashamed of themselves. Fucking, they should be fucking, he sh- I should get a credit in my fucking cable bill for next month. And people are out there talking about it like it was good. No, it stunk. They're full of shit. They're uh, Bandito, Laredo Kid, and Black Taurus versus Ray Phoenix. Uh, it was fun. Um, people are talking about it like it was the uh, second coming of professional wrestling. Um, uh, <laughs> there, there was dudes like laying all over the ring. Black Taurus tried to he oh, he saved Loretta, uh Bandito from dying at one point. He caught him. He was cracked and sat on the sidewalk. Uh, Black Taurus was also sitting on the top rope for I don't know two and a half minutes, just sitting there hanging out. Sitting there. <laughs> Match fucking sucked. The whole show stunk, except for Ric Flair almost died. Uh, Rick uh, Rachel Elring when she got rolled over onto her ankle. It was funny because you start seeing these reports and, you know, the first thing I said was when we were watching when Rachel Ellering got rolled over, she ends up sitting on like the, you could tell it's a real injury. They they show a replay, which is rare, but they show her sitting on the side of the uh, ring. No doctor, not a single fucking medical personnel comes up. 
A security guard, a security guard, security with, guy with a ponytail shows up and asks her if she's okay. Now you mean to tell me that they had a fucking sixty-three or seventy-three-year-old man, seventy-four-year-old man with a fucking heart condition wrestling in the main event, but they didn't have any fucking health officials on hand? Yeah, you go to a, a you go to a break. fucking, you go to any event in that world so professional wrestling obviously you know actual fighting is a different story they always have a doctor but if you go to if you go to a, a wrestling show in in philadelphia there's an ambulance and the an doctor EMT rings or an there's an emt yeah. there's an emt outside and i'm sure there's a doctor inside you know because i think it i think in philadelphia it still falls under like old school rules of fighting right they still they have to have certain yeah. things. Yeah, they still consider it that. Which I mean, in, but in that regard, it should be considered fighting because it's pretty fucking dangerous and people can get really hurt. Yeah, but I mean, it's and, the same thing as a circus. Yeah, and I'm sure there's a doctor and an ambulance at the circus Is too. There, though I don't, know. I don't know. I'm sure there's an ambulance there. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a. Uh, I'm just saying, it's a fucking. Right. Does the circus even come? What is, what is the circus? The circus Trapeze. Is done. Yeah. I mean, Shen Yun. I don't. I look. I stopped going to the circus once they stopped beating animals. When they stopped beating. <laughs> <laughs> once it wasn't cool to beat it, beat a lion with a chair and a whip. I was out. I checked out. <laughs> Brandon, but this was this was a bit of a disgrace. Is not a. I don't even want to say this. But it was a bit of a fucking. It was a. That was some carny ass shit. Yeah, it was awful. It really was, dude. Congrats, Conrad. You're officially one of the gang. Go ahead, Brandon. Thoughts? Sounds like more than a bit of a disgrace. I, I, I'm trying to think of another thing that you could be a fan of that would that has had an event this stupid. Like this is this is one of the stupidest events. Forget pro wrestling that just that have ever happened. <laughs> and for that reason, like that's a, kind of why we wanted to watch it in the first place because it's like, boy, this is. A, this is just like a human interest story that something this stupid is going on. <laughs> I, I've been to a number of very disappointing, uh, shitty, money-wasting events in my life, all of which were pro wrestling shows. <laughs> just uh, Let's go through the list of people who were eliminated from the uh, uh, yeah, please do. I'd like to Battle Royal. Cal Hira, you know him? Big Damo. Big, you know Big Damo. He was in a, Yeah, he's somebody. NXT. Yeah. Crimson. Oh, he's the, someone named Crimson. He's really hairy. Big Damo's hairy. Yeah, that was the, uh, the, the, the what do you call guy? He was the, um, he hung with the, the, the fucking, uh, the, the purge guys. With the guy who talks like this? I don't remember what his name was in WWE. He yeah, was in there. I can't either. He's married big to, Irish, um, Big Irish guy. He's married to uh, oh, fuck. What's her name now? I don't remember. She's a superhero. Nick, Nikki A S H. Uh, Nikki Storm. Yeah. Nikki A S H. Cross. Oh, she's Cross in WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crimson. Someone named Gringo Loco. No, oh, he's crazy, crazy and white. Commander with a K. <laughs> Commander with a K. Commander with a K. Wolfie D. Sin Bodie. Effie, who we just talked about a couple weeks ago, that were uh, he's uh, trying to be, you know, he's humping faces. 
someone named Matthew Justice. One called Manders, number one called Manders. I don't know who that is. Jordan Oliver. Ricky Shane that, Page. Jordan Oliver, is that the HBO guy? <laughs> it is the HBO guy. Ricky Shane Page. Blake Christian, who was in WWE for a minute. Good old Joey Janela. And James Storm, of all people. You know what would have made this bearable? Seriously, the only way that thing that would have made this bearable yes. is if instead of wrestling, and this will be his next last match next year, 74-year-old Ric Flair mm-hmm. wrestles Jim Ross. Singles match. Who shit did they sell first? <laughs> I thought that joke would be funnier. Oh, I just, just oh, actually yeah. wrote it down. I actually wrote it down to bring it up. Him versus Jim Ross. <laughs> Go over that well. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right, Brandon, final thoughts. I got nothing else. Oh, Jim Rohn. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, I don't know. I mean. Questions, concerns, thoughts. Was that your uh, overarching point on this whole thing, Chris? Was that made? I know you were, like, yeah. saving yeah, something was, throughout this undercut. Yeah, that was it. I mean, just front to back. It was. It was just, there was nothing good about this. Nothing redeemable at all. Mm. Maybe than, Karen Jarrett. Than, other than maybe I gotta be honest with you guys. I gotta stop it. Cal, no, he says Karen. I gotta be honest with you guys. Karen, stop it. Somebody says Karen, yeah, stop it. Slapping her ass at great. fucking at fucking Flair's kids. And the yeah, there was some redeeming stuff. Definitely. Um, the three-way match be, with the women was good, considering that it was uh, okay. Yeah, but considering that what's her name got a uh, yeah. her leg all swole, and also uh, Jeff Jarrett was great. Big swole. Jeff Jarrett was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, if you want to watch a man almost die in a ring, I would say definitely check it out. But uh, boot well, I have and it. don't give Conrad any money. Good. I have uh, I have it on my DVR and I'll have it there forever, so <clears throat> we'll be able to watch it every year. It'll be what we'll do. Wait, we'll, Christmas no, Day, we'll watch that. There's no there's no cutoff. I recorded it. So do you have it forever. It's, it's, as long as I have Comcast. Xfinity. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So all I can right. come over tomorrow. We can watch that whole match over again. Yeah, watch that whole match all over again. But uh, I still have one. Dropping fucking loads. <laughs> no. Yeah. Rest in like fucking albatross. Rest in peace, Flair. Back. Oh, oh. <laughs> there you go. His that match, like he actually, uh, <laughs> Vinny taking that stunner at WrestleMania was fucking a five star match compared mm-hmm. to what happened. Yeah. I really can't uh, overstate, I guess, uh, how terrible he looked like he just was just awful like i'm wondering what that christmas dinner's like thanksgiving's gonna be like this year when those kids look at fucking that old man and his fat son-in-law fucking (laughs) over to thanksgiving day table like yeah you had to do it didn't you guys you had to fucking do it you had a fucking egomaniac and a fucking sucker put their heads together, and almost got one of them fucking killed. 
It's going to be way a to go. <laughs> Trust me. Because I'm curious how close he came to death. If he passed out at oh, 73 years old, oh. it was pretty fucking close. He couldn't move. Oh, oh, oh. His fucking his triceps. <laughs> oh my god, his fucking triceps. You've seen a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of people have wondered if they could go one more time and elected not to. It's good to at least just one time see the, the maniac who convinces himself he can go one more time and, and prove live in front of everyone's eyes that he never should have. And, and that's why everyone else that's been in that spot has just stayed retired and enjoyed the rest of their lives. That's it. Rumor is Conrad's trying to talk uh, Mick Foley into one more match. No. Yep. Oh, fuck. Is it, like, what the fuck is wrong with that dude? Who? Conrad? Conrad. Uh, he sees dollar signs and he doesn't care. He's a fucking piece of shit. Like, this is a guy uh, that got... Yeah, that's wrestling. wrestling this is a guy that got told he can't wrestle anymore by wrestling's biggest piece of shit. Who? Vince McMahon. Oh, Vince. He told Vince, the story goes, his story goes, I told Vince I was forgetting things, and Vince looked at him and was like, you're done. You're done. And that was it. That was the end of Mick Foley. And this guy hardly fucking walking. We're all going to give you another match. You're a great idea. Let's put you in another match. I'm just a fan. That's your homeboy. Dude, no. And he never was. You know, he never was. I like to hear the people that he wrestled, that he interviewed or he had on the show. He was basically just a, a guy driving a car for these guys to talk about shit that happened back in the day. Now, it's just, go away, dude. Which is fine, but nobody can ever just be good at something. They have to. No, they yeah. have to go further. Just they be good go at something. Further. Just enjoy what you They have to wrestle doing. one more match. Just be you. Be happy being you. We know Flair only is doing it because it's, like, it's ego and uh, he's got child support payments. He's probably still playing child support payments. He's 70 fucking five. Yo, dude, he's got at one point, I think in the pre, like on all the pre-match bullshit, Karen Jarrett's yelling at him. The only reason you're doing this yes. is because you're fucking broke. Yes, that's that was uh, part of the backstage thing. Yeah, the only reason you're doing this is because you're fucking broke. And he's like, well, I, 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 I can't borrow money. disagree. And I'm going, Jeff Jarrett. Are you going to defend the honor of your lady? Like, he can't even do promos anymore. His face is so fucking melted. Wait, it, look. Wait. I hate him. It, it, I hate him. Everything, I yeah, fucking everything, hate Ric Flair. Everything, and I'm still going to wear my really expensive sweatshirt. <laughs> everything, every day, every day. Everything he did. Every day, every day, every day, every every day. I don't care. Tomorrow it's supposed to be like a hundred. It's gonna the feels like temperature is gonna be like a hundred and four on Thursday. After four I'm days, gonna be, your wife's gonna, gonna smell that, that sweatshirt and go. I'm gonna wear that sweatshirt with the hood up, pulled tight, everywhere. I'm just gonna have big sweat pit rings like Rocky. I got a list of the bums in Old City. There's going to be Ric Flair sweatshirt bum, and it's going to be me. <laughs> there you go. Final thoughts, uh, Brandon. Jesus Christ, I don't know. I did I did tune into some of the roasts of Ric Flair oh, as well, God. which wasn't even a roast. Um, it was there was like I listened to it for like 45 minutes, and no one was doing any jokes. It was just like a eulogy you to, to Ric Flair. <laughs> 
<laughs> he wasn't I even there. I wish it was a eulogy. He it wasn't was even there. He dead. That, what, the, the one clip I sent you guys where the guy brought up uh, uh, Jericho's, Jericho's wife. Yeah, that, wife. Was, that was pretty good. That was good. January 6th. Somebody called it Brian Nobbs. Brian Nubs. Nubs. After he has to get his legs amputated from <laughs> diabetes. From diabetes. <laughs> so wait, we can call this guy Brian. We can call this guy Brian Nubs from diabetes and laugh at it. We can't use the word spaz anymore. Well, it depends on who you're exactly. talking about. It's a friend of yours. You can say it. No spaz. Can't use spaz. That's no, Talk to Lizzo and Beyonce. We got more power than they, you. Yo, they capitulated. Okay. They they're the ones making money off it. So. All right. Okay. I got it. <laughs> No. Yeah, yeah. Them and Conrad. Conrad, Conrad's gonna have stubs soon. From yeah, the diabetes. Just, he's not sitting in his seat. He's just laying like Job of the Hut on like a big carpet, hosting last matches. Yeah. <laughs> they cart him in. He's like de macho nomada. Rick Flair die. A giant pair of khakis where they just tie off the legs because there's no there's no nothing below the penis <laughs> on a big carpet hosting everybody's last match. It just, right, they just that. put a giant skirt on him. It's burlap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they carry him out. He, he, he's eating uh, <laughs> he's eating pizza. Bring him out of big. <laughs> there you there you go. That's the that's the future of the that's Ric Flair's retirement match number two. They just pull him out like a, a big old cart. Conrad. There you go. All right, final thoughts, Chris. I got nothing. Brandon, final thoughts. Instead of making fun of all the fat people. No, I'm good, man. All right, good. <laughs> so stupid. It's clearly not. It's clearly not like. It's clearly not real Ric Flair. It's like a an animatronic. That he's got over. Conrad's got one of those like RC car remotes with the wheel and the trigger. And he's like operating. It's just his torso. Flair. It's Flair's torso. torso. Yeah. Or just his heart, just pumping. This oh, little ass heart. Oh my god! Thanks for joining us this week. We can join us every week at Wrestling is Hard. Oh, I thought we were done. My bad. Yeah, we're done. Whatever. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at hard number four wrestling. Subscribe and follow, tell your friends. Go on our YouTube, subscribe. Wrestling is hard productions. And uh, for Brandon and Chris, I'm Jim, and we will be back here next week. Bye.